magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. It's true. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Welcome, everyone. Yes, welcome and hello. So, how are you doing? Last week. Good. Yeah. How are you? (laughs) Well, I'm really feeling this Mercury retrograde. We experienced it a little bit with each other. Yeah, we did with our our communication. Our texts got a little Mm -hmm. confusing, Mm -hmm. and then I thought I hurt your feeling, or I thought I was like, no, I thought I was naysaying an idea you had, (laughs) and you were like, no, and then we were like confused (laughs) about what we were even saying for a second. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I had that with my brother, too. You did? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, and we like also, although actually our dryer finally works, but yeah, Brett's car isn't working, and... Just stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But um, otherwise, I mean, I'll go into it when we talk about our car. So let's talk about the cards from last week. We picked some great cards. We did. As far as positive. Yeah. I So I picked the Ten of Pentacles, which is like one of the most positive cards in the tarot deck. And mm-hmm. what did you pick? Because I couldn't find my notes from last oh, week. Oh, I picked the Garden of Delights which, oh, right. from the Roomy deck, which yes. I looked at. In the week, because I was like, what's going on here with this Garden of Delights? I don't know how delighted I am. and <laughs> But but it ended up good. But what it is, is like basically rebirth, which also oh. is kind of the theme of Scorpio season right now with everything going on um, with Mercury retrograde and stuff. But it really is like you're letting go of the deaths of things and then building this garden of delights. Oh, we were kind of distracted because that was when I turned purple when you were reading <laughs> yeah. it. But, yeah. but... Oh, by the way, glad you're with us. Glad oh, you're thanks. Alive. Yeah, yeah. It turned out I'm still on the side of the veil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, well, it also goes along with uh, Samhain, which is the Witch's mm-hmm. New Year, which we didn't really mention that last week, but it's, you know, the end of the, the wheel of the year. And mm-hmm. and that of course that's how when we think about death, yeah, and then rebirth also because it's yeah. connected, yeah, and ending yeah. is always a beginning. Yeah, I wonder how much people know. You say of course, but it's funny because we went trick or treating last night. This is recording early. We went trick. Oh, uh, right. uh, yes. We went trick or treating five bah. days ago. <laughs> behind the scenes, <laughs> behind the scenes, it's uh, November first when we're recording. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, well, or my daughter doesn't, uh, was asking me about like, where does Halloween come from? Oh. And I actually don't know that answer. I was like, I know about Samhain and we should, and she didn't know about it, which I was very surprised. I think maybe she hasn't been listening to everything. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, she is 13, but she was very interested when I was talking about it. It was really cool, by the way, trick-or-treating last night, because there was threats of a lightning storm that didn't happen. So a lot of people stayed home for a while. So we were like some of the only people on the street and it was like all like really like, um, kind of foggy and cool and like we were some of the only people and so the kids got tons of candy because people thought no one was coming by the end a lot of people showed up but 
Anyway, that was fun. That sounds awesome. Maybe and that it was looks ten like of where pentacles. you are is so beautiful this time of year. That picture. Oh, oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah, so it's pretty. So beautiful. I mean, this fall also the fall came really late because it was so hot for so long. So I don't I think that might have affected the colors. I think they're saying it's some of the most colorful. Anyway, it's very beautiful. Oh. Well, yeah, it's, it's a snowstorm here. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it cleared up. I finally got out of the house yesterday. So I was in the house for days because it's really? so much. Yeah, we couldn't go anywhere. I didn't even want to walk anywhere because it was like negative two. Outside. Oh, my Like during gosh. the day. I know. But I finally went outside yesterday and went grocery shopping and it was glorious to be outside. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's so cold already. I know. Well, it's warming up again. Like, I mean, it's okay. going to be in the 40s this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited because finally fall weather is really starting. Like it's been in the 70s. Oh, yeah. This is not that interesting conversation. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. So then did you experience any of this situation, the Garden of Delights or Ten of Pentacles? Yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, this has been a really great week for me. I had... Oh. Um, I Your had book room. came... Oh, oh yeah. I, well, I whenever my it. books come out, that I, you may have said this <laughs> in the podcast. I always feel sick to my stomach and nervous, mm. and like, and I have I've talked about this before, but I have this thing. It's really weird. It's like it, it, with my first book, it was really intense, but then I started yeah. realizing this happens every time. Where I'm like, this is really a bad book. Like it's terrible. Oh, yeah, and it and, and then but when I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's good. But it's yeah. whenever I'm just not look. I have stage fright. It's what it is. Yeah. So well, I feel it's anxiety it. and also, you know, they say actually. Um, I was going to call her friend of the pod, but she's really just listener of the pod. That is my friend. And you know her too. Kia, she does um, practices a form of Buddhism where they use something, called, they call something called Santrashima, which is the, all of the like basically de quote unquote demons that come up before some before a big growth or before oh, you break yeah. through yes yeah so it makes a lot of sense to me that that would all come up for you yeah I and, mean and yeah. Brene Brown talks about vulnerability vulnerability yes. hangovers which is when it, she said that I was like that's what it is that's what I yes. get when it's because I mean I wrote it I liked it when I wrote it I cared about it it made sense to me but then when <laughs> I get a distance from it I'm like I don't know what I wrote it's probably it's probably crazy like people are gonna laugh at me so Aww. that's you know I mean I get that way with certain Instagram posts <laughs> I get that way with so. the podcast I mean I oh I, yeah you do. I, I also have a Sagittarius moon and so that means I really can't filter what I say I just don't have that I just can't really I, just, I do not I feel somewhat. you just saying things somewhat I mean but... let's remember it's because of something I said once and went on and on about that oh. we had to record the podcast again. Oh, right. So that hasn't happened with you. No, but I don't know. I just sometimes I'm like, why did I say that? I feel like like almost every day I'm like that. <laughs> but I think that's your Virgo it. perfectionism. Yeah, more that's what than I your think, Sag Moon. Well, I think Virgo Sun with Capricorn rising and then Sag Moon. I think it like sets me up for that, where I'm just gonna just say whatever and then be like, mm. why did I say that? It's just. Mm kind of part. It's okay. I mean, I yeah. 
I'm moving through it. But <laughs> what happened mm-hmm. that was good was um, some really good news about a project that I'm working oh. on. Yeah. And then also really good news about a family member's medical yeah. situation. Yeah. But you know what I really loved the most about this week was I have been just kind of feeling like I really want to help with world hunger. Like it's mm. just kind of something I've been thinking about. And I was like, I don't know how to or where to start. So I you know, just invoked the divine and um, invoked divine support and um, asked for messages. And then I was looking at my phone to update my apps and it was like, oh, here are some apps that are helping the world. And there's an app called Share the Meal. That's mm-hmm. like a UN, you know this one? The, it's like, well, maybe not. It's a, it's just a way to donate to um, different places around the world. I guess it's somehow connected to the UN mm-hmm. um, for people who are hungry. And then I cleaned out my cupboards and found a bunch of food and donated to a food pantry. And then right after that, I was at the grocery store and I had the opportunity to spot someone who was just a little bit short. I was just like, all three of those things happened, you know, right after I invoked that request. So that was really neat. That's nice. Well, I just, before I move on to mine, I just want to say, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I do think it's a really huge thing to birth a book into the world. So, oh, thanks. You know, I think that you could even, um, not dwell, what's it, uh, uh, revel in the wonderfulness of it a little it, more. Yeah, I know. I know I could. I really could. But <laughs> you really I could. I always, Ted and I always talk about the fir- my first book, Magical Housekeeping, when it was, I don't know, it was probably a month before it came out. And I was um, driving home. I don't know if I've told you this, but I was mm-hmm. driving from LA to my hometown, which is like a four four hour drive. And I was... <laughs> I got, I stopped at a truck stop and I was like so excited. I was just feeling all this excitement and joy about the book coming out. Mm -hmm. And then I threw up. I threw up in the parking lot. I like opened my car door and like it was an emergency. Yeah. And so we always now, that's always the thing. Like, do you feel like growing up in a parking lot? I'm like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Wow. That's really body level. Uh angst and it, like it, just yeah it was funny <laughs> how it was like it went back and forth from excitement to fear and then I was just like Wah. yeah yeah out. that's a lot so I don't know I feel like there's more there to explore so you can really feel into. <laughs> I feel like this is similar to how you felt about your birthday oh, I feel like yeah. it's a similar energy like mm-hmm. yeah deflecting the attention the but really the joy of it like and and that is part of what i think about if i ever got married i'm like i want to i want to get married but i don't want everyone to come and be like Mm -hmm. oh it's the bride it's the bride like i just (laughs) oh that just seems so i felt that way too oh Uh, yeah i think we've talked about this oh yeah yeah when brett and i got married it was very small like 10 people i think and then we had a party and nobody really it's less focused but yeah, I feel like that's a big juicy thing for you at some point. Maybe you could delve into it. Yeah, just being like celebrating. Yeah, I feel like seen. crying. When we're talking yeah. about it, I kind of feel like crying. Because it yeah. is like like I, I'm thinking of being a kid and my birthday parties. And I just really oh. early on was like, oh, I don't want to have birthday parties anymore. <laughs> oh, no, as a kid. Oh, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. Well, I, I'm excited for you to heal that. Thank By you. the way, that purple is kind of coming on oh, and off. Oh, I was wondering <laughs> if it might was the sun <laughs> The divine's like, Tess, acknowledge your, your gifts. Transmute the negative stuck That's energy. Right. Well, I was going to say stuff, but um, maybe I will save some of it for, well, I don't know. I guess I'll say a little something about how it affected me. I think that, well... It's been like a lot of stuff, which I will talk about in the energy report with the Scorpio um, and the Mercury retrograde. I feel like I've said that 10 times already. Um, but one thing that I realized was, did I think last week I talked about talking about diving and diving into that uncomfortable feeling of, I don't know if you remember, where I was talking about diving into like, just not feeling good enough. Mm, yeah. yeah. I feel like I do remember this. Okay. I barely do, so I hope I, I did. I know, it's kind of vague for me to admit. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, I was feeling just like this kind of invalidation feeling whenever I realized I was just feeling it a lot and that I was just going to dive into it instead oh, of just yeah, like yeah. having it be like this kind of cloud over me. So I did have a big breakthrough with that, which is really oh. great. Um, so the first part was, I think the first part that helped me was that I went to therapy and I was like, just explain to me clinically why this is happening. <laughs> I just like to know, sometimes I just want to know intellectually, you know, and she's like, like why the, just a dis- uncomfortable Like feeling? if it makes sense for me to feel basically this, no matter how much work I've done, like this nagging sense of like not being good enough. Oh, Okay. And she was like, yeah, well, you were told over and over and over and over this by your mother. Um, So I was like, okay, so that makes sense. But then I went in energetically and I saw it was this whole thing, but I basically had to call in a psychic surgeon, (laughs) Mm. which is something I use when I or some a being that you that helps me when something's pretty complicated because I saw a whole system in there where I was getting my information. There was like a plug-in that I was getting from um, and basically my mother and father, my family contract oh. of invalidation. That's how that information was just coming in on this oh. kind of machine thing. So I cleared that out and then I saw this, um, my psychic surgeon hook me up to divine, to source energy coming in through my crown chakra. (laughs) Um, I'm laughing because this is maybe complicated or like very extra woo woo, but you know, this is what I do. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. here This is the work I do. So I moved it and I saw it like getting source energy just full source energy coming in through my crown chakra it was a real huge shift which is also what this whole i'll talk about in the energy report but and since then and i just saw like basically like gold like just flooding in and that's where i'm getting my information from and that contract um dissipated so it's interesting because i've been and i do feel like this is like garden of delight the death 
of that yeah. whole energy system. And I have been waking up now not feeling that way anymore. Oh, that is a really positive shift. Congratulations. Oh, huge. I mean, what I am realizing is like it's neutral now. It's not like I'm like, I'm amazing. But, you know, so I'm I'm realizing now my work is to reprogram with um really flooding myself with the positive and like what's possible and all of that now yeah. that the other stuff is gone because now it's just like kind of neutral and it's interesting it's like sort of like well I what do I do now <laughs> oh right yeah. yeah so that's what happened also my dog Sadie had surgery she had a lump removed and it came back non-cancerous so that was great news yeah that was the ten of pentacles I would say yeah so that's that. Um, what are we doing now? Do we do something before metaphysics? Oh, yeah. Well, I want to just mention to everyone, if you have emailed us a question through our website, we discovered that function is not working. And as of this recording, it's still not working. So mm -hmm. if we have not answered your question that you emailed us or even responded in any way, chances are good we never saw it. So if mm -hmm. you could email us instead at magic monday podcast at gmail.com then we'll get it and then we can respond so sorry about that if we haven't responded yes and if you would like to ask a question for us to answer on the ye old cast send it there magic monday podcast at gmail yep and goddess provisions um oh, yeah. you can this is a subscription service this is our first podcast ally so if you go to our website which is magicmondaypodcast.com and then you scroll down on the right on the bottom is uh goddess provisions ad and if mm -hmm. you click on that then our podcast will make a little commission if you happen to subscribe so it's a good way to support the podcast mm -hmm. and it's an amazing service too it's once yeah. a month, you get this box full of all kinds of metaphysical self-care goodies like oh crystals. And, and you can cancel at any time. So you can get the one box and then um, you know, you don't have to subscribe for Yeah, you can just long. get one box. You can see what's in it and order it one It is box. addicting. It is addicting. It's, I will say Natasha that. subscribes to it. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I have crystals. received a few few boxes and really liked them. Yeah. Um, all right. So now it's time for our new segment, right? Mm -hmm. Metaphysics 101. <laughs> that is such a great sound effect. <laughs> we, have, we should figure out how long I need to wait. A lot of um, podcasts have their little noises. That's what they call it, right? Noises so, on yeah. the, like, so they can do it so they hear when it stops and ends. We'll have that sometime. We don't have that. Maybe yeah. we can figure out a way to do that in the meantime our wonderful producer figures it out for us so this week i'm going to talk about chakras 101 because um i figured that's a good place to start with energy healing right i mean there's mm -hmm. so many kinds of energy healing i feel like most people when they think of energy healing they think of reiki maybe mm -hmm. do you do reiki or have uh, you i did reiki level one yeah so i mean I don't call it Reiki that I do, but I have some idea mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so chakras are the actually the thing that I use. Um, it's kind of the backbone of the work I do where I clear out pictures from chakras. Um, and what they are, basically, it's kind of hard to 
Well, I'm gonna, I'll find a way. So first we have our aura, which is our energy. It's, I've heard it described before as like the earth has its atmosphere. That's like the aura is to our bodies. Does oh, yeah. I haven't heard that before, but yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's kind of like the energy around us. And then the chakras are like the little, um, power motors, if you will, <laughs> that, and that kind of, um, give us energy in different ways in our energy body. Now there are many, many, but the seven, there are seven main ones that are in our physical, that take up our physical bodies, I guess. They're actually in our energy bodies. I hope I'm making sense, but they're... Well, there's a correspondence. Thank you. Thank you. You may need to say fancy words for me. (laughs) I have a good vocabulary. I'll be the teacher's assistant. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Perfect. Um, So there's seven main ones that most people think of, and they have each chakra. I mean, there's so much to them. There's so many books written about chakras, and I love reading all about them. They all have a psychological component, an energy component, an emotional component to them. And so, um, well, first I'll just go through. So the first chakra is about survival and it's, and connected to your body. It also has your grounding cord in it, which hooks your, um, your energy body into your physical body. And then that, uh, um, plugs into the earth. So that's connected to your first body. So it's really about body level survival, safety. If you have a lot of safety issues, feeling safe in the world in your body, then that's first chakra. Second chakra is your emotional body. It's also your body being connection and um, sexuality, creativity. Your third chakra is about will and control and there's identity in there as well. If you are in a lot of just anytime you're feeling like wanting to control or you feel controlled, there's often a cord in that third chakra. Then there's the fourth chakra, which is your heart chakra, affinity for yourself and others. And actually behind the fourth chakra is another little um, minor chakra, which is um, for, it's like your communication, not communication with yourself, but your feelings about yourself. That's behind the heart chakra? Yeah, it's like a little bit behind. Like how oh. you love yourself, basically. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the heart chakra is also about affinity for yourself, but that's like more kind of direct communication with self-love, stuff like that. And your fifth chakra also has that too. Fifth chakra is communication. That's in your throat. Um, and that also has a little minor one, which is communication with yourself behind it. And then there's the sixth chakra, which some people call the third eye or the ajna. And that is like your sight, inner sight, intuition. And then the seventh is communication with source and, um, yeah, like your all knowingness and communication with beings and, and your spiritual, well, your, your six is also spiritual. They, they have an overlap. I feel like those two. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that is the bait and they all have colors associated with them. So if you ever feel like a little off in one of those, um, areas, it's sometimes nice to kind of like think about like, oh, if you're having a power struggle to check in with your third chakra and then maybe give it a little, like the color is yellow for the third chakra, um, 
you may want to put a little yellow or a little gold light in there and just kind of flush it out. Make You can send out any cords, you know, back to the other people or call your cords back. So there's many, I mean, there's so many ways to work with your chakras, but they are the, I think of them as like the power, little power energies. And they, they, um, work in like clockwise, like they move, the energy moves. They spin. Yeah. Thank you. That's, mm-hmm. Thank you. Teacher's assistant. <laughs> they spin. <laughs> and some people say they look like flowers, you know, for me, I usually work in feelings more than seeing as much, but, um, but yeah. Was so- that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I just was wanting to say that if you want to just start to get an overview of chakras, you can. It's really easy. And I feel like, would you agree, Natasha, that a good way to do that is to start with a chakra meditation? Like, I know you have oh, one yeah. and I yeah. have one Yeah. on my website and your website. And mm-hmm. just if you go through the meditation where you're guided to, you know, sense where the chakra is and what its color is and what it's associated with then you'll start to have, it's kind of like how I talk about tarot, just start doing it and then you'll learn as you go. You know, you do Mm -hmm. a meditation and you learn where they are, then you start to kind of just have your own relationship with them. And you can study them still, of course, you can read books about them, but you'll like actually start to have a relationship with them and a personal understanding of them. Yeah. By doing that. So it's pretty easy. It's not even though you can learn about it forever, there's no end mm-hmm. how money how mm-hmm. much you can learn about chakras. You can also right away start interacting with them and working with this information. Yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. So if you're having any kind of issue or even not just like feeling heart like say you're feeling love for someone, you can kind of feel in like, Oh, am I feeling anything there? Also a fun thing to do is breathe through them. Like direct mm-hmm. your breath like in and out and see. I have had like a buzzing in my sixth chakra for a really like I can breathe through it and <laughs> feel it open shut. Oh, like almost like a little yeah. door. Um, for a while I did not know what that was and I was like, Why is my why am I buzzing right there? Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's the one I feel the most. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there's so many ways to learn. Yeah, if you sign up for my newsletter, that's how you get that um, My Chakra Meditation. And I think you have a little mini class on it. Oh, yeah. I actually have an online workshop on chakras, which is $15 for the Mm -hmm. whole like online workshop. So you can find that in the shop at TessWhitehurst.com. Yeah. So that's chakra fun for you with (laughs) Metaphysics 101. Yeah. And if you... If anyone has any, um, oh, we should say we started a Facebook group. Oh, yeah. We also have our Facebook page, but we started a group in case people want to interact on there. And if you want us to answer any questions or like cover any subject, either for tests with magic stuff and, you know, magic stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I did not mean to sound expensive. (laughs) Um, Or me with energy stuff. um, Let us know. If there's anything you want us to cover in particular. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, so how do they do that? They go to Facebook and join. Yeah. Just search Magic Monday Podcast Listeners or Magic Monday because our pages are linked. So if you go, yeah. if you um, follow Magic Monday, you'll see the group on that mm-hmm. page. Yeah. And if you, you like, um, some people I think 
or like on the listeners, but not liking the page. If you like it, then you'll see updates or whatever. If you're not on Instagram, which is where we mostly are. Okay. So I feel like I've been talking a lot, almost like maybe we should switch for you oh. to do practical. Oh, magic. sure. Yeah. Should Let's I do that do first? That. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now <laughs> it's time for practical magic. Okay, so this is one of my favorite times of year, the beginning of November. Because oh, so it's, great. You agree. Yeah, oh, it's kind of like an it. unsung hero of the year because it's like <laughs> cause, uh, Halloween is over, Samhain's over, but the holidays haven't started yet. So we're not like all – because I mean I, I love the holidays, but I don't – I mean – I do love the decorations, but there is also this time before our houses get so piled with like treats and decorations and presents where Mm. we can just create some space. And it is the beginning of the cycle because it is Samhain is the witch's new year. So November 1st, the beginning of November, it's in a way it's the beginning of the cycle. I was reading about Samhain and why Samhain to the ancient Celts was the new year. It's actually the same way that they would begin celebrating a holiday at sunset of the day before. It's like, okay, the cycle, but I mean, it's the earliest, earliest beginning of the cycle because the day is over and now, you know, it's that it's the sunset and Samhain is the sunset of the year. So it's not like a new year in the sense that the sunrise would be like that, which is Beltane. It's, it's like going within, like, okay, mm-hmm. that's the end. A cycle has completed. So it's like the sun has set on the year and we have this space now. And so what I recommend this week magically is to really create space. So clear out, clutter clearing is great at this mm-hmm. moment and doing it with intention, like mm. kind of to get clear on what you want to create in the cycle ahead on what kinds of shifts you want. What do you want to let go of? What do you want to experience? But it can be like a whole process. Like as you clear, you know that every time you're clearing something out of your house, you're creating more order. You're creating more order in the internal realm and you're raising your vibration energetically and you're going to be creating more clarity just by doing that, but especially when you set the intention. Mm-hmm. So raising, set the intention to raise your vibration and um, to create space between the cycles too. So now we had one cycle that ended, maybe it's like between the breaths, you know, you exhale, <laughs> Before you take another inhale, just like create that stillness and that space. So, um, so you know, burning sage would be a thing you could do. You could um, clear your energy in any way. You could burn it, uh, ring a chime in your space or around mm. your aura. Um, just anything that feels right for you for setting intention and clearing out the old and creating space. And mm. so sea salt baths. Um, taking mm-hmm. walks in nature by yourself quietly, you know, just like mm. silence and space. Like a little forest bathing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could do it with someone else, but if you set the intention to walk quietly, I love that about forest bathing. Yeah. That you can be with other people, but also be silent. When I forest bathed a couple of weeks ago on the silent retreat, we went off by ourselves. Who's we? Well, the whole retreat people, 
we all like oh like you all split up went your different ways but you were still like like you still knew we're doing this together you know what i mean and i like that because when i go hiking I, I I mean, I realize now that when it's socially not acceptable to go hiking with people and just be quiet the whole time. But so I'm just like, it's a different thing, you know, okay, we're going to go for a hike and we're going to chat, but Um, I don't love it. I don't love it. I like, fine, we're going to (laughs) chat. I mean, I like chatting and I like walking in nature, but it seems like doing them at the same time, it's like cancel, they cancel each other out. Mm. Ted was really, it took him a while. He was confused when we first in our relationship would walk in nature because I'd be like, can you stop talking? (laughs) It would hurt his feelings. Of course it would. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, (laughs) if we're going to be together, I feel like you need to know I don't like to talk when I'm in nature so much. A little bit. I do. But like that incessant chatting that people do when they hike it's just too much. <laughs> Those people. I feel like you're going to like pull off a mask and you're gonna, we're going to find you're like actually a fairy. Well, you are. Oh, we I already am. know that. I am. But, a fairy uh, or person. something like you're like a bear or something in nature, like well, these people with their incessant chatting. Well, no, it's just I like, totally I'm like, do you it. not see the beauty that's yeah. surrounding? Like, yeah. it really doesn't seem appropriate to be talking about what, like, mo- what Movie TV like. shows we've been binge yeah. watching, you know, in yeah. this moment. Well, I have to say, I totally understand that because, like, even when I walk the dogs, Sometimes I feel like they're distracting me from <laughs> being able to like really take it all in. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something else because I live in nature. So it's just I feel so lucky to just yeah. be able to go outside and walk. And I like, think it, yeah. I know me too. And I think that might have changed since I've been in L.A. because I haven't been complaining to Ted about talking oh. too much since we've maybe, <laughs> moved. Maybe, maybe he stopped his incessant chattering. <laughs> No, he actually has also like admitted that he it was hard for him at first, but that, that he actually appreciated it. You yeah. know that someone would be like, "Hey, we don't have to keep up like a conversation yeah. the whole yeah. time. We can tune in." That he said, "Like, oh, it was hard for me at first to try to be quiet, but then I started really tuning into nature." So he appreciated. I think we've kind of yeah. met halfway on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. So what's our assignment is to do clearing, basically, energy yeah, yeah. clearing. Yeah, I mean, you may or may not feel like you have clutter to be cleared. You might be in a space where you've already done that recently. So follow your intuition. I mean, just mm-hmm. anything that when you can tap into it, like that's going to create more space and more clarity or that's going to help raise my vibration you know, yes. like the stuff um, Marie Kondo talks about of tapping into, like, does this bring me joy? And yes. so if you let go of the things that don't bring you joy, you will be raising your vibration to be more in alignment with joy. And this is a way to work magic. You know, if you oh, want to, yeah. this can all be a whole process of being like, how do I want to feel, you know, as far as ease and um, yes. feeling nourished and satisfied and inspired by life and simply by changing your vibration with things that can seem totally mundane, like clearing out your cupboard, um, mm-hmm. that will align you with that vibration and help you to magnetize the things you're wanting yeah. to experience. I mean, not to sell myself, but I will say that with, especially with this Mercury retrograde, like, 
um, I have a regular client who called me today who was like, just, <laughs> it was a real mess for her, Mercury retrograde. And I was like, this is a perfect time for an energy clearing just so that you can like reset and like oh, yeah, yeah. have space to bring in what you want to bring in. And I have, I, I, I'm in the same place. And as, this, uh, huh? In the same place as your client? Yes, in terms of like, and as so many people, like, just like in terms of letting go, what isn't working, you know, this really goes with the energy report, which I'm oh, about yeah. to go into, so. Well, um, yeah, and that's perfect for the, what I'm talking about too is perfect for Mercury retrograde too. Yeah. Where it's exactly. about like restructuring, realigning, deciding what doesn't work, letting go of that. And so. Yeah. It's all totally. Connected. It is. It always is. So then I will go into the energy report. So, I mean, it's just so similar. It's funny because I usually go first and then you're often like, it's very similar. So mm-hmm. now I'm having that experience because um, it really is a time of going in. I mean, this is a real going within time. Scorpio is a lot about, just in general, is a lot about kind of like, the, well, Scorpio is like to keep secrets and have secrets and keep things close to the chest and like going within. So this is really a time of like going within those kind of darker places. Scorpio feels comfortable in those darker places. Um, and this is a time for all of us. Apparently also I've been listening to this new, uh, well, she's not new, but, um, it's new to me podcast called ghost of a podcast. Maybe oh. I can link to that. Okay. Um, uh, in the show notes, but um, her name's Jessica Landu, Land Y O O. She's really awesome. But anyway, she was saying something about also this is a really crazy time because I think Saturn is squared Mars. I think that's what's happening, and it's like those are two really strong-willed planets. Um, so there's a lot of like being aware of being defensive or not being defensive, and just like being really centered. But as far as what I want to say about it that I have been noticing this week and it mirrors what kind of what I was talking about with my own self with my own self is <laughs> figuring out <laughs> what you're identifying with and how that's limiting you. So how if you are identifying as um I don't know. For me, I'll just use myself as an example to be clear, like how I was identifying with um, just this energy of not doing enough or not being enough Mm. and letting that limit me. And um, how and so this is all about exploring that kind of what you were saying about clearing the clutter, clear, finding about what that is and clearing that out. So you're shifting from who you're identifying as to unleashing who you really are clearing the way for who you really are yeah and um actually there's a great quote that I wrote down I think I'm going to put this on Instagram too from you know one of my favorite teachers Hale Dwoskin of the Sedona Method um and he said excuse me in one of the recent call he said that which you are is not limited by the mind you only limit yourself by identifying with it which I love. Yeah. So like who you really are, the mind tries to limit you, basically. It tries to tell you you're this, you're that, or like be worried about this or that. But the only reason you're hooked into it is because you're identifying with that. You're saying, well, 
that must be true. That's who I am, you know, or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. So the more you can let that go, the better. And, um, as far as how you can work with this energetically, I like to give tools, but it's kind of very personal. I will say, interestingly, um, and this is also, boy, this is really also true with me, is I have told a few people this week that the the Empress card from Tarot, the Tarot, you know, has come up a lot. And the Empress is like this loving mother who's just, mm-hmm. who's, who really knows about boundaries. She's not like a pushover. She's extremely nurturing, but also is very good at self-care. Mm-hmm. So it may be appropriate for you because it's been appropriate for many people, including myself, to really embody that empress and bring Ooh, her in. I love that. Yeah, it's that's been coming in really strongly this week. Mm. Um, so, like you were saying about bringing in some, you know, bringing in the abundance or whatever it is. This for me is what I'm noticing energetically, especially if you're letting a lot of people are letting go of old ancestral patterns so to bring in that loving empress mother is just so helpful um i was gonna just tell a little story of um that um brett and i were watching Uh, well first of all my it's interesting also because i had been getting that information and i had remembered that a couple weeks ago my therapist had said to me like you don't have any examples of loving mothers in your life you should bring in some mother figures oh yeah um i didn't even connect that at the time when i was all of a sudden then seeing all these people that needed the empress and they're like um but i was like well where am i gonna find a mother (laughs) it's like that book who where are you my mother? oh yeah but you know what i can bring it in myself with the empress in the meantime if anyone wants to be my mother they can write it i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) jk jk but um anyway I was watching the new um, Jenny Slate. Do you know that comedian? Oh, she's so great. She has a special um, on Netflix and she does this, does this thing where she interviews her grandmothers and, and her parents. She has like this really loving family. I mean, it looks like just everything that I would ever want. And the grandmother was like, you are so good, Jenny. Like she was like, like she's just this old Jewish grandmother, which I'm Jewish too. It was just like the sweetest thing. And I'm going to cry, but I looked over at Brett and he was like, tears were coming down his eyes I was like why are you crying oh. <laughs> he was like because I wish that you had that oh I know it's so gonna make me cry I know he has often said like I don't know if this is really weird but I wish I could go back and like parent you <laughs> like oh, be a loving he is, though. <laughs> he's, he's like I he, mean I feel not like a, that not a parent really i don't no, look at him a, paternally not a at all parent but yeah. a happy stable yes, loving totally yeah yes yes and that's another thing yeah my therapist has also said he's such good medicine for me yeah. which is true oh. but it was just like i was like why are you crying oh, <laughs> I for you. You felt, yeah it was for that me. is so sweet and i we didn't we hadn't even talked about it but i was feeling that at the time like oh my god i can't he even knew. imagine having like such a loving any woman in my yeah. life you know growing up so oh. I made that about me, but hopefully that, really that made sense. Yeah. No, I identify with that because I went, I think I read, I 
I think I read that book that you mentioned a couple weeks ago about uh, daughters of narcissistic mothers. Oh, uh-huh. will when I ever I was, be good enough? Yeah, I, I, it was some <laughs> book about narcissistic mothers. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's more than one, but it, in it, the one I read, it did say like find an example of a uh... loving mother and just kind of like – I don't remember how it said it, but just feel into that. Like, what mm. would that feel like to have that? And yeah. I picked my my brother's wife's mother, oh. um, who lives really close to my dad in my hometown. And um, I go visit them. Like, every time whenever my brother's in town, I go hang out with his in-laws. <laughs> and Aww. I just, like, I really love that. Like, that I have done that as not like I've – I don't know. I, I just kind of imagine that as her being this ideal, this paradigm, this, yeah. I don't know, what is it, archetype yeah. mm-hmm. of um, of a loving mother. And it has been really helpful. Maybe you yeah. could do it with Jenny's yeah. grandma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the empress. Right. I really do yeah, connect the empress to the empress archetype. Too. Yeah, it's really, yeah. And I do think a lot of people maybe are needing that because I've been seeing that and people coming to me. Yeah, I think that's, so. somehow that's connected, too, to what we're talking about, how you were mm. like, you really need to look at that, like, not deflecting. Yeah. I feel like somehow when you're talking about the Empress. Totally. Kind of that is it. There. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Because you didn't have that who would yeah. look at you and be, like, lovingly. Like, oh, because you know what? Because it was all, you know, all about, about her. her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So how, yeah. Yeah. You didn't have someone going, Tess, you are good. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I did though. I actually did, but it was like with narcissistic parents, it is, it's not, it ultimately it's about is them. not about you. Yeah. It's about, isn't it so great that I have this really great kid who's good at these things? Like totally. how great I am. Yeah. 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 And then if you don't do well at something, then you're a failure to mm-hmm. them, like mm-hmm. you've embarrassed them or you're not good enough. Yeah. Yeah, because I did a lot of things growing up that were, quote, unquote, good enough to her. But ultimately, I was just left with this feeling of never feeling good enough because it was so um, arbitrary and it was yeah. always changing. Yeah. So hopefully that made sense. And, yeah, you know, cool. go within and don't be afraid to go within and do it with an open heart to yourself with that empress heart. Yeah. And I do feel like I should mention, too, because I, I feel like I've been doing a lot about forgiveness lately with mm. my mom and everyone. And so I don't know why, but I feel guided to just mention that when mm-hmm. Natasha and I are talking about our moms, it's not like we're saying this is this reason we should be angry and like hold this grudge we're just like we want to have compassion for ourselves and we want to forgive at the same time but we want to like acknowledge our challenges and what might have you know well given birth to them it's funny you say that or interesting you say that because the last (laughs) i'm talking a lot about therapy but in therapy the last week i realized that actually Part of what was holding me back and why I think I actually was able to have this realization was that I was so reluctant to go to that space of blame. Oh, yeah, because you wanted to forgive. Yeah, there's this like it's this interesting dance. Like I do really want to forgive, but I also do want to feel my anger at the same time. Yes, you have to because if you don't, that goes somewhes somewhere else. So because Mm -hmm. I was – We turn it on ourselves. Exactly. There you go. 
It became about me. Yeah, that I wouldn't have been able to clear out that feeling of not good enough if I wasn't able to say, hey, you know what? She really did a lot of awful things. And that happened. That happened because she never acknowledged it. So I have to. Yeah. So because totally the anger has to go somewhere. So when you don't feel it, it, you turn it on yourself. And then you you get sick or you get uncomfortable or unhappy. And I do think, sorry to interrupt, but I do think in the new age, I posted this on Instagram a while ago, but I do think that this new agey world, and I'm not saying you were doing this, but it it is such a careful dance because I think that in the new age world, blame is such a get such a it's such a dirty word like you're not supposed to you have to right. uh, clear out your energy and you have to like vibrate high and you can't do that if you're you know not forgiving but like you do want to ultimately get to that place of letting go but you have to go through it first you yes to, yeah I'm glad we had this talk yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> all right well that was the energy report Right, so now we will let you all know that where to go, right? Yeah, before our card where, reading, we yeah, have uh, where to we find want to us. Tell you, you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. You can send us questions at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. And you can, can join our Facebook group. Oh, yeah, we got a Facebook group, Magic Monday mm-hmm. Podcast listeners. Um, we have a Facebook page now, we have just two posts on it yet, but. Um, mm-hmm. it's just magic Monday podcast and mm-hmm. we're on Instagram at magic Monday podcast. Yep. And you can find me at highest light healing on Instagram and I actually do have a Facebook page now, but I'm not really using it. But if you want to check it out, you can <laughs> just wait around and see if you ever post anything. <laughs> you can on it. like it for me. <laughs> like me. I'm just kidding. Um, and go to my website and you can sign up for my newsletter at highestlighthealing.com and get that chakra meditation um, and or just get other things. I'm going to send one soon because I do feel the call is out. People are needing it with this Mercury retrograde. Oh, yeah. Um, and what else? Oh, yeah. You oh. can schedule a reading with me there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a newsletter. I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. You can subscribe oh, to yeah. it at magicmondaypodcast.com. Mm-hmm. It comes out once a month. And where can we find you and your wonderful book? Oh, we, you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. And, books, um, I should say. Yeah, you can click on books at TessWhitehurst.com. Mm-hmm. And um, find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at TessWhitehurst, on Facebook at TessWhitehurst Author, and on YouTube at TessWhitehurst. Can they still pre-order your book? Yeah, but it's being shipped now, so it's oh, it not is. really a pre-order. Oh, you it's just a regular it order. Mm-hmm. What's Anywhere it called? You buy books. What is it called, Tess? It's called Unicorn I'm your Magic. Grandmother. What is your wonderful book called? <laughs> <laughs> I am Jewish, oh, in that case is anybody. So sweet. <laughs> I love right. that having a grandmother that said that. It's, <laughs> it's called Unicorn Magic, and it really is neat. I mean, it's like it I is. feel self-conscious about it, but it did. It was like the whole experience of it was really transcendent writing. It was like this channel thing. The unicorn energy is very high vibrating, super healing and super communicative at this time in history. So wonderful. I think you will like it. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let us pick our. Oh, also, please rate us and review us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody who has. Right now we have nine. I 
99. Oh, we do? <laughs> we do. And a bitch ain't one? Yeah. Is that? <laughs> one time I texted Tess and I was like, we have nine. What did I, what was it about? It was something 99 else. ratings or. No, but it wasn't that because now we have 99 ratings. Uh, it was, maybe it was something on Podbean. Oh, maybe we have 99 followers, I think. Oh, okay. I was like, and a bitch ain't one. She's like, what bitch? What are you talking about? Who's <laughs> a bitch? I was like, that's a really popular song. <laughs> like, it's really weird that you don't know that. I did <laughs> not say that. <laughs> don't, don't. You implied don't. it. <laughs> no. You implied it. <laughs> don't mince my words, honey. I did not say that. <laughs> I was just surprised. I feel like I was maybe like, have I have. Heard of that? I think I do have a vague memory of that song. But I feel like it might have been a time I just didn't, wasn't listening to the radio. Yeah. It happens. I was yeah. not judgmental. Don't put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. So, oh, I'm going to read from good old Wisdom of the Oracle. What are you reading from? Um, I am. I drew a card from the Sacred Self-Care Rituals. Oh, Oracle okay. Deck. What was it? Hydrate. Oh, okay. So, and Drink I have water, definitely people. been super thirsty lately. I mean, really? probably because it's been so cold and dry up here, but... Um, yeah, drink lots of water. And it is this week is um, Moon is in Aquarius and then Pisces. Ooh, so the water me. carrier and then the wateriest me. of water signs. Is Pisces? Yeah, it's huh. the most watery water sign. That's my rising and my sun is Aquarius. Well, um, guess what I picked? Between worlds. I mean, Ooh. could it be more what's happening? It's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. So the essential meaning is transitions, not being quite out of one situation and fully engaged in another. Um, so the Oracle's message is between the worlds is where you must let go of the tendency to make assumptions. This is also what I was saying about the defensiveness coming up with the Saturn squared Mars. Oh. You know, like don't jump to conclusions. Don't get defensive because communication also with Mercury retrograde mm. can be a little off. Okay. This is a time when you are unable to see what is ahead. Cultivate curiosity. That's always the key. I'm sorry to interrupt this so much, but curiosity truly gets you into neutral so quickly as a mindset you know out yeah of like transcendent judgment yeah yes exactly um cultivate curiosity and trust the process of challenge and growth you are done learning the lessons of recent experiences in this place between what was and what will be is a state of making and unmaking and making again what is essential now is to admit not knowing. There is a great freedom and power to be unleashed. A mystery that is not yours to understand weaves the web of life with a di within a divine matrix of consciousness greater than your own thoughts, feelings, beliefs, desires, and decisions. The seeds that were planted in the past begin to take root, but what surfaces will probably not be what you expect. When you are between the worlds, you are invited to see with the curious eyes of a child glimpsing a rainbow for the first time. Do so and you will not be disappointed. So what deck was that? Uh, that was the Wisdom of the Oracle by Colette oh, Baron reed Okay. Um, that was awesome. So that reminds yeah. me of the practical magic for this week too, like creating that space between the yes. cycles. Yeah. So and not needing to know like exactly yet this is exactly what I'm going to create right away. Like maybe just kind of taking that space in between the breaths and like yes. creating space for clarity, but not needing to have it right now. Yes. I and like inviting that. in, this was another thing that I meant to say with the energy report, but yes, it just kind of inviting in the feeling of what 
you want, even though you might not know, just like inviting in that abundance kind of feeling, even though you may not know exactly what it is yet. Yeah. And I like the going in the idea of going into the dark space too, because it is Samhain being the sunset where like, really, this is the very beginning of the actual dark half of the year. We're going into the darkness. Oh, and yesterday the time changed. (laughs) Daylight savings time ended. So we're really, I mean- Yesterday, hmm. from the time this is airing, oh, Monday, I was like, right? "What? Yeah. How am I here at the right time?" Oh my god! Right, right. Yes. That's Sunday right. Okay. before this broadcast. You got it. Absolutely, it did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. I feel like growing up in a parking lot, I'm like, yes.